Welcome to the Dead Pair Podcast with your hosts, Jason Rambo and Sean Alley. We bring you all things sporting class. Our focus is bringing new shooters to the sport and helping all shooters by giving you the most useful info from coaches, pro shooters, gun clubs, product and service specialists. The Dead Pair Podcast, what every shotgun shooter wants to hear. Paul? Dead Pair! Hey everyone, welcome to the Dead Pair Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Rambo. With me is the man that's large and in charge, Mr. Alley. How you doing, bud? Doing great. How about yourself, man? Uh, I had another one of those weekends. I know. I was there with you. Uh, I wish I could have uh, brutal flipped your reset button or something. Brutal. Uh, and that made me even feel more uncomfortable because I did extremely well. So Yeah, well, you suck. <laughs> yeah. Well. No, I'm just kidding. No, you shot very well. Um so everyone, we went to uh, Dan Bailey's place, Eagles Nest, and he had a tournament. Sean shot very well. Uh, I think you took third in your class. Is that correct? Uh, no, tied for first with three. It was a three-way tie for first in Double A. So. Oh, really? Yep. Me wow. and Sam LaCroix, you know, the kid that went to Alabama. Yeah. Uh, and I don't remember who the third general was, but we were a couple birds ahead of everybody else. But uh, definitely was in the groove that day. Was feeling was feeling good. Everything okay. everything looked good. Well. Hats off to you. Shot well. Yeah. But here we go again. If you go back to the podcast we did with uh, Mr. Greenwood, mm-hmm. we talked about gun fit, and you lose weight, you gain weight, your gun doesn't fit. And lo and behold, this guy right here lost some weight, and the gun didn't fit. Yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, <laughs> my eye was actually below the rib a little bit. Didn't even realize it. Didn't know it. Didn't think anything about it, and could not figure out what was what was going on and um, talking with some people that are in the know, they they seem to say, oh, wait, what, what's your gun fit like? I'm like, why would my gun fit change? I didn't change anything, you know? And right. like, have you lost any weight? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, duh. So, sure enough. Well, I mean, off, it's so. a, it's a, sometimes the dumbest little things that'll get you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I hated to see you struggle like that because I know you were fighting hard to try to try to get get through it. But, man, it was it was tough. I know it was tough. Yeah, it was. But you know what? Lesson learned. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, dude, we're not doing this for a living. I mean, you know, this is, uh, the podcast is a labor of love and we shoot because we love to shoot. So, right. you know, and thankfully we, neither of us has to pay the bills. Uh, that day <laughs> I'd have rather been in studio than on a course. I right. Tell you, man. <laughs> exactly. It's just so frustrating. You know, when the wheels come off, you know, you're, you're there because you, you're having fun and you love doing it. And then when things start to go wrong, it seems like this this barrel roll downhill that you yeah. just can't seem to stop. And but Hey, we've all been there. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, I've been there. You've been there. Everybody we shoot with has been there. You get into these slumps and Hey, you know, that's a good idea for a new show. Maybe we ought to do a show about some slumps and what you do to get out of them and talk to some people. Who knows? And just keep Don Grant on here for a couple hours. <laughs> well, yeah, or, or somebody, I mean, right. somebody, I mean, but I'm sure every listener out there has probably gone through something similar at one time or another. Right. So. Yep. Well, one of the things was this gun fit was my vision. You know, obviously, I wasn't seeing the target. Wasn't pointing the gun where, the, where I was seeing the target. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, one one thing that helps with that is, is good vision. And we have a lady coming on tonight with RE Ranger. Right. So we're going to talk about glasses and lenses and lens technology and all that kind of fun stuff. And maybe help people understand colors and why you need what for what. And then after that, Don Grant 
has got a little surprise for us, I guess you could say. So we have been getting a lot of people going straight to Dawn mm-hmm. with questions about sporting clays and the mental game. And she would like to come on the show and answer some of those questions. So she, nice. I told her to pick two, and she's going to join us here in a little bit, and we'll see what they got to say. Cool. Looking forward to it. But, hey, I think Sarah's ready for us to call, so let's go ahead and get her on the phone. All righty. Uh, everybody stay with us. Quick commercial break. We'll be right back with Sarah. This episode is sponsored by quality and innovative Game Boy cartridges. Game Boy shot shells are the choice of world champion David Radulovich and 26 times world champion George Digweed MBE. White Gold and Dark Storm contain precision-made diamond shot, manufactured exclusively in England, and coupled with high-performance smooth velocities, providing less felt recoil. If you're serious about your scores, you have to shoot with the best. When every clay counts, make sure you never compromise. Game Boy is the most decorated feet task and sporting clay shot shells in the sports history. Available now throughout the U.S., exclusively from KL Ammo. Find them online at www.gameboreus.com. Game Boy are simply the champion's choice. Rad Chad Roberts is available and ready to teach you to be your best. Chad is a two-time All-American, two-time California FITAS champion, and a 2019 California State champion. Chad stresses solid, fundamentally-based processes that will ultimately allow a shooter to analyze and self-correct themselves as they learn and grow. He gives you all the tools to be able to apply the correct concepts and allow you to break targets consistently and be confident in all shooting situations. Rad Chad can be reached at BreakpointShootingInstruction at gmail.com or you can call or text him at 949-637-3001. As a bonus... Chad will be holding coaching sessions at C4 in Madison, Ohio, August 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, while there to compete for the Master Class 300 tournament. Call C4 and ask for Jolene Carnabucci at 440-298-3200 to schedule an appointment or check availability. Joining us right now, we have Sarah Daco from RE Ranger. Sarah, how are you doing this evening? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Great. Doing J- good. Jason's doing good. sitting over here, and I know One. he's a big fan of your products. Oh, yes. You shoot yep. the, use the Ranger Edge. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's a good out. one. Um, so, so, Sarah, kind of give us a rundown. What is your official title with RE Ranger? And tell us a little bit about what you do there. Yeah, sure. So uh, my official title is the Ranger Brand Manager, but I'm kind of a little bit of the jack of all trades. Um, I do. I'm very heavily involved in product development. I'm involved in marketing direction for the brand, um, some sales for the brand, and I also oversee um, our customer service manager, which actually helps me stay pretty connected to the consumers. So I kind of have my hands in a little bit of everything with the whole entire brand um, altogether. Good deal. Good deal. So, Sarah, you know, probably one of the most talked about things when it comes to shooting glasses is lens color. And let's hold off on that for a second. But if somebody goes to your site, one of the first things they see is the clay sight lenses, which I think are really cool. Can you explain what those are? Yeah. So our clay sight lenses are specific to our shooting line. 
and primarily the clay shooting line. So your trap, your skeet, your sporting clays. They were all designed by us. Some of them have been collaborated with some of our optical dealers in the industry over time, but all of them are um, our colors and they are produced by Carl Zeiss Vision. Some of the technology behind the lenses, there's a term in the in the industry called chromatic or chroma, which is basically a fancy word for color. Right. Um, yep. And we talk about chroma a lot in the lens industry, especially for shooting. You can go to any lens dealer or um, other competitor out there, and, and there's an array of colors. Right. So for decades, basically in the industry, we've been shifting chromatics, aka colors, in order to gain a visual sight that we're looking for. So that's the technology that, you know, we use and some our competitors use and pretty much the majority of the optical world when it comes to um, even on the sunglass side. You know, that's one of the technologies. And another is kind of just plain old tinting. When you think of sunglasses, um, you're tinting various colors to a lens to create a possibly an effect that reduces fatigue or um, adding polarization, things like that. Right. Yeah. So in theory, all lenses have what we call a spectral curve. And when you manipulate that curve, that's how those colors and goals are, are created. Okay. And like, for example, our dark purple, that was designed to really highlight or illuminate that orange clay and then dampen your greens of your backgrounds mm -hmm. and also play with your blues in the backgrounds. I guess kind of the simplest way to look at it is... um. If you have Instagram, you know, there's a whole lot of filters on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> so you just kind of play with the different filters and you turn colors up and turn colors down and highlights different things. It's it's kind of like that. It's probably the best way that I can explain it. <laughs> Very cool. Um, I have the Ranger Edge, like I said, and I, I absolutely love them. But you offer several different frames, correct? I mean, what yes. what would you say is probably your your most popular frame or your best seller? Yeah. Um Definitely, it's kind of a toss-up between our Edge and our Falcon. Okay. Um, the Falcon is nice because it's a shield. It's one lens that you have to interchange. Kind of reduces any distraction in your field of view. A lighter color nose piece or nose bridge area, what we would call it. And it can come in two different temple lengths or, or options, which we call basically the arm pieces. Yeah. Um and they're, they're made, which is bayonet is something that you kind of can wear right underneath a hat, or you can choose a cable, which wraps around the back of the ear. So that will kind of stay tight, you know, for any recoil, they're not going to move around on your face. That's probably one of our most popular. And then we have our edge, which you wear, Jason. Yes. And we offer that in three different sizes. That frame houses both um, prescription and non-prescription lenses, which our Falcon can only do non-prescription. So that's kind of the added benefit to the edge. And the edge also has um, the an adjustable nose piece, so you can actually raise it or lower it uh, right. from that raised position. Yeah, and it also comes in different temple temple styles, just like the Falcon, where we have a cable again wraps around the ear, or our our skull, which is similar to like a hockey stick. Yeah, see, I got mm -hmm. I got the cables that go around the ear, and I wasn't sure about that when I first got them, but man, I'm sure glad I got them because that was yeah one of the fidgety things I was having problems with when i would shoot before you know on prescription and with the glasses that i had before they were just the straight 
you know, yep. sidearm pieces. And right when I get ready to shoot, I take my thumb and push my nose or push my glasses back up on my nose. <laughs> but with those, with the, with the edge, with the cables, I don't have to do that. They're, they're held right there. They don't drop down even when you're sweating. So I right. really love those for that. I remember when I first started chatting with you, we had this conversation Yes, <laughs> and uh, you, you know, but you gave it a shot for a little bit and it, and it, uh, you ended up liking them. I, I personally, I toggle between the Falcon and the edge and um, I always find myself going back to the edge and the cables. I, I agree. I, I love the cables too. And everybody's face and shape and head is different, different sizes right. and um, angles. So it's kind of hard to find that, that product to fit every single person. So uh, the c- cables definitely help fit gotcha. a few more people than, you know, the skulls would or the right. bayonets would. Gotcha. Well, Sarah, I want to circle back to probably the hottest topic about glasses all, <laughs> o- all over the board. I mean, and let me start by saying this first. So uh, back in 2017, when me and Jason got started, you know, we were newbies to the sport and I can preface this by saying I would have never considered spending you know, the money on a good set of glasses back then because I didn't mm-hmm. know and I didn't appreciate in much the same way that I would have never looked at a $10,000 shotgun thinking I need that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, again, a lot of our listeners are new shooters. A lot of our listeners are just getting into the sport. So I, I want to just kind of let them know that, you know, it's one of those things that you'll discover on your own, but I can attest that if you have a quality pair of shooting glasses, it really does make all the difference in the world as far as the clarity, how you see the target, and also with the colors in different situations, how much they can help and enhance your, your vision, right? 100%. So, so, you know, I've noticed, uh, like with my glasses, Jason has his glasses, and there's different colors for different situations. And I know one of the biggest things is, okay, if you're a new shooter or you're getting your first set of glasses, what do you get? You know, what colors do you get? Is it going to be dependent on what area of the country that you're in? Is it going to be dependent on the on the courses that you shoot, like whether you're in the trees or if you're out west in the desert and the open sky? I mean, how does a how does a person decide what's going to be best for them on their first <laughs> set of glasses? Sure. You know, Sean, that's one of the most complex questions I get. Actually. I figured, I figured I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just, I'm trying to no, help because I was, I was full of trepidation when I was looking at glasses. Cause I'm like, what the heck do I get? I, there's like 30 different colors. What do I get? You right. know? And, and, and I know that question comes up all the time. Right. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's one of those things that we, we can offer recommendations but everybody's eyes and the feeling they get when they put a lens on varies so much where I could sit here and say, I absolutely love our HD medium for this background. And Jason will say, I love the dark purple. And you'll say, I love the modified brown. You know, we can have such varying opinions on the colors, right? Yeah, right. right. So usually the advice that I'll, I'll tell kind of any customer, new customer that comes to our booth um, at shows Really, it's you want to pay attention to kind of your your lighting conditions, right? So you want to make sure that you have something for your low light conditions, your medium conditions, and your and your really bright conditions. Okay. Because sometimes we'll have somebody maybe new to the sport by a really light lens, and then all of a sudden it's bright. The sun's pointing right at you at a at a station, and you're you're blinded and you can't see. And they're at your booth, you know, twenty minutes later, and said, "I missed every single target at this station," <laughs> um, or or vice versa. Somebody buys maybe just the dark purple or the modified brown, and then all of a sudden we get rain come through and cloudy and overcast, and they 
absolutely it's just the hue is too dark for them and they can't they lose some of that visual acuity on the target so um we we can start i always start with recommended best sellers in that lighting that those light different lighting conditions so for example for your low light you would like our max light or hd light would be really good mm-hmm. for your medium lighting conditions your hd medium your orange, your vermilions are really good. And then when you kind of get to those really bright conditions, we have modified brown, dark purple, and then everything in between those are kind of varying. It just depends on a person's preference. Also, your age can play in that. So typically, the younger we are, the darker lenses we can wear. The older we are, we actually want to see more light in our eyes. So you'll you'll tend to see um, as we age, we'll start to want to wear lighter lenses because we want more light to come into our eye. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely one of those products that you um, need to kind of get your hands on and try. But certainly, you know, anyone can call up customer service and they'll they'll give a recommendation on what to start with. The other thing is, is we do have 30-day free returns. So we also recommend people, you know, buy six, return three, or, you know, gotcha. buy three and see if they work. If they don't, you know, let's change them out. Try it. Well, that's awesome because at least they can try them, you know, if they can't get to a a dealer or something and put them on themselves. Right. Definitely. Along those same lines, do you, do you guys offer the AR coatings, the anti-reflective coatings? Yes. So we do on some of our lenses and interesting enough that that you brought that up. um, We're actually in the process of putting anti-reflective coating on all of our lenses across the board. Oh, okay. Um, Yep. It's just, it is an added important feature to the lens. Um, And we're actually using a red anti-reflective coating, which is going to help a little bit with that highlighting of the orange and pink targets. But really, the AR is not meant to highlight target. It's really meant to um, reduce light refraction, bouncing light, and to reduce distraction. So say for sporting clays, you're up in a station and you've got people walking behind you. You could potentially see those, the shadows of those people in your lens, or you can see your eyes in the back of the lens, the reflection. Right. So that's exactly. So we're, we're making a change over this year. So all of our lenses will have anti-reflective coating by the end of the year. Nice. Right now, right now it's on the clear, our max light, our CMT and a few others. So if a person like myself needs prescription, does range or, personally offer prescription or do they need to go to their optometrist? Yeah, great question. So um, we're actually the frame manufacturer. So we've been making the frame the frames for years and we've kind of partnered years ago. My gosh, I think early 90s, we started this brand and um, we partnered with, a, with some optical dealers in the industry and um, kind of worked together. Uh, so we have a lot of key dealers that kind of go and travel to a lot of the local the local events. So you can certainly get prescription from any of our authorized dealers. I will say that we are very, I wish we were everywhere when it comes to prescription or having dealers everywhere, but we're really picky because we want to make sure that the opticians or the optometrists that we work with in the industry understand shooting. It is vital, yeah. vital, vital that just not any optician are able to do this they truly have to understand you know the the shooting sport to be able to make product for our product (laughs) and and jason and sean the one kind of added benefit to the optical dealers of ours is they've been playing around with colorways 
you know, for years. So they actually also have some color boards that we don't even offer. Oh, wow. Um, oh, interesting. Yep. Yep. So, um, you know, it's kind of the one bonus to the people who have prescriptions. Ranger ourselves for the non-prescription side, side, we definitely wanted to focus on kind of that what everybody needs, that majority. So that's, that's the one nice thing about prescription. But you can go to our website and go to our dealer locator and find um, any one of our supporting dealers. So, so Sarah, along those lines, though, um, so are all of your lenses available as a prescription or is it only certain models? Uh, the only model that does not hold a prescription is the Falcon and the, the Phantom. So basically our shield models, which is meaning one lens. Okay. Yep. So the technology really hasn't been out there to be able to put a prescription into a shield in the, in the terms of putting it in the lens themselves, because the thicknesses vary depending on prescription. So it's hard to do that with one singular lens. Hmm. Okay. That, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes a lot of sense too. What about new technology? What else you guys got coming out? Can you talk a little bit about what's coming down the pipe? Uh, the question that I'm most excited about, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say some of it's a little top secret right now. Oh, Uh-oh. okay. Uh-huh. So um, I'll, I'll touch on the, the easy stuff first. So um, Ranger also has a sports side that we've started a couple of years ago, and that's primarily around, you know, sunglasses. Out there in the field quite a bit, I got to know shooters, and, you know, people, when they're done shooting, they take their shooting glasses off because they want to keep them pristine, and they put them back in the case, and then they put their sunglasses on. Um, and, you know, I, it was hard to watch other brands out there, so I said, hey, we want to we wanna kind of market our own brand in that area and we want you guys to have sunglasses that we produce and shooting glasses so last year we launched our sports side of the product and we actually just expanded it two weeks ago and specifically talking about our um, Marshall and Phoenix styles and they're really based on different activities like you're hunting or or fishing or, or you know we don't necessarily use these for shooting we keep mm-hmm. these separate, but these are kind of more your everyday lifestyle product. And some additions to it is we added some new lenses. I'm super excited about this rose sand lens that we have. Um, it really has a blue blocker. It reduces eye strain. Uh, it's a very, very comfortable lens. And for anyone who wears rose, we'll, we'll, we'll love this lens. Huh. And then, yep. Yeah. And then we have a copper desert, which is a tan-based lens. Um, so this is going to be great with your green-yellow landscapes, great for fly fishing, and excellent for making the day brighter on those cloudy days. And then another lens, for example, is our Glacier Green, which is a it's an AGX green base. And that is going to reduce eye fatigue, and it's just, it's just a com- overall comfortable base lens. So perfect for fishing. Um, so we kind of have, have it all for all the activities you're going to do when you're not shooting. <laughs> nice. So you're, yeah, definitely. So, um, you're fishing, you're hunting, you're cooking it in the backyard in a barbecue, you name it, you know, we have lenses for all of it. <laughs> cool. Wow. Oh, and the other thing is they're all polarized. We have offered polarization because polarization is in the sunglass world is very comforting on your eyes. It reduces a lot of bouncing light and glare, especially when you're fishing. That's why you're able to kind of see through the water. It reduces that glare. So all of these are polarized. Now, would I be able to send those off to get prescriptions made in those? 
Or is that a lens that they can't? I know that they can't do like your full wrap type lenses. They can't do those in prescriptions, especially for me because I got different yes. prescriptions eye to eye. But is that a lens that they could take out of those frames and, and make prescriptions for? Or do you know? Yes. Yep. So um, you had mentioned earlier you wear, wear um, another version of sunglasses. And these would be a, a similar fit and feel to those. So I'm going to say, yes, we can, but there are limitations. Well, now, because Sarah, the, you, you sent hmm? that, you sent the pack for the kids and clays and I saw those Marshall glasses and we need to talk. Okay. okay. Cause you've been holding <laughs> out on me here and I really like those Marshalls, Sarah. All right. I, I know I snuck those in there. <laughs> <laughs> those are pretty nice, man. I really like those. So honestly, I wish I could wear them. I just have such a peanut head that they just don't look good on me. <laughs> Um, but, but definitely there, I know a lot of our pro shooters love them. Um, I actually was down at the Northeast regionals and I was showing Kevin to Michael, one of our pro shooters. And he was just like, I want that one. I want that one. I want that one. He's, <laughs> he, just, he just, he just loved all of them. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's kind of our, the other side of Ranger that most people don't know. So for the clay site, clay line. You know, I really wish I could tell you a lot, but um, I'll kind of give you a sneak peek in what we focused on. So earlier in the conversation, I kind of talked to you about chromatic shifting or color tinting. Yes. Right. And we really kind of wanted to look beyond that. You know, is there anything else that we can bring to the market knowing what we know about vision and shooting? So we we really focused. We've been doing a lot of research and development for a little over three years now. And we have decided to, to turn, to take on science and technology to bring something to the market that's never been seen or done before. So, and I wish I could tell you a whole lot more. You got um, us on the edge of the seat here, Sarah. Come on. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a little so, bit about this, but then I'm not going to tell you a little bit about this. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so hard. I just want to tell everybody, but we've got to hold off a little bit. But, you know, we, we looked at white papers, we looked at studies, we, we ran some tests. Um, we all, we actually had this product tested and, and approved by my, our whole pro shooting team, but, but don't think about asking them because their lips are sealed too. So, right. well, I tell you what, when you, when you are allowed to announce it, you know where to come to. Yeah. You, you, yeah. I definitely, absolutely. Um, the, the other two things that I'll, I can share is uh, I'm getting, I'm going to get a little geeky on you guys. <laughs> You know, vision's an amazing thing, and it's truly fascinating how vision works in conjunction with the brain. Yeah. Something I wanted to chat about is wavelengths. You're probably thinking, what the heck do wavelengths have to do with shooting? So a wavelength of light is expressed in nanometers, and it's the light or energy spectrum is so vast and endless, rather, that we don't even see a lot of it. Like, for example, X-ray vision or infrared, you know, even the microwave sits somewhere on that on that spectrum. <laughs> right? Yeah, Right which is a little scary in a way when you think about it, but <laughs> yeah. um, then there's a portion of visible light and that's what we see. You know, humans perceive light that range between a 380 and a 740 nanometer. Again, I told you I was getting geeky on you guys. So every single lens that we have contains a spectral curve that falls within that vision spectrum. So each color will essentially have a different wavy line that has peaks and valleys within those nanometers that I just mentioned. So oh, wow. why do I bring this up, right? Well, humans see reds, blues, and greens the best. That's why our stoplights are red and green. 
our stop signs are red and police and fire engine signals are, are those colors too. Um, maybe that's why the orange was chosen for the clay targets, but that's, you know, someone else, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my guess, but Hey, you never know. So, you know, our color perception is truly dependent upon the interaction of our vision in combination with light. And there are shifts within color sensitivity when we have variations in light levels. So if you remember earlier, I talked about your, your different lighting scenarios. And an example of that is blue looks brighter in dim light and red colors look brighter in bright light. It's really weird. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> so for shooters, it's important to have some variation in your lenses to work around the lighting conditions throughout the day or your shoot, which is why I mentioned the best thing to do for a new shooter is to have you know, those three lenses or bare minimum two. So something for your low light conditions, something for your bright conditions. Right. And then one of the worst times is dusk and dawn. You know, as most of, most of us may notice the witching hour, I don't know if you guys yes. call oh, yeah. it something different. We, <laughs> but, we've, we've learned our lessons shooting at either one of those times. Yeah. <laughs> so there's actually a name for that and it's called the Pern, Perk. I can, I always mess this one up. <laughs> Perkinji effect. So seriously, Google it. It's real. I didn't make it up. <laughs> um, but but anyhow, it kind of it may explain why we have a tough time visually seeing the target during those times, or or anything visually that for that matter when you're driving. You know that those, those times seem to be challenging for any human's eyes. So something like wavelengths and light were a large part of our focus. Okay. Um, in, in, in the new product. And the one other piece I'll, I'll talk about is um, depth perception, right? This one's kind of straightforward, but depth perception helps us to determine distances between objects and to tell if something is near or far to us. You know, this one's pretty easy to understand of why it's important to a shooter. We want to understand the depth perception of the backgrounds where we're, shoot, we're shooting in, the distance of how far the target is from us or where it's moving. Uh, the height of the target in relation to the background, you know, and, and just really understanding the depth perception in relation to the moving target. Right. Um, and sometimes you can lose depth perception when you don't create the right spectral curve, like I was talking about earlier. So, AKA the right formula. So this was another area for us that we, we focused on. So there are definitely others, but my lips are sailed on the rest. And um, <laughs> just, just stay tuned. Um, if any of our listeners are interested, they can go to our website and um, put in their emails to stay up to date on, you know, information. But I would certainly love and take your invitation of coming back when we're ready to yeah. talk to oh, the world yeah, that about Im- this. That invitation is has a non-expiration date on it. Yeah, so. that's, that's All correct. right. <laughs> so looking forward to it. Sarah, I know you might you might you uh, guys might have to give me the hook on that one though. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I know you're out in the field all the time working, but do, are you a shooter, Sarah? Do you get to get out and bust some clays? Uh, I do. I wish I did more, though. Um, I my the pro shooters would be cursing right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I do. I do get out there, but I definitely you do get tied to to the office quite a bit, and um, because we have a lot of dealers that go to the shoots around, you know globally i should say um we do have that kind of that nice support from them right so we don't have to be at everything but you know and then we had a very weird year last year and so this year moving forward 
we'll be at more events and I will get out there and shoot more. But I will say it's really hard to shoot and work. Yes, it, <laughs> it is. It it's, is. You, you just can't get your mind off at work when you're trying to shoot. So, so I really try to squeeze in those, those shoots that are, um, I'm just here for recreational, personal. <laughs> right. Well, we do, yep. we do a thing called rapid fire questions. And okay. since you're a shooter, we're going to throw some at you and see what, see what Uh-oh. you come up with here. Okay. All right. You ready? Sure. Okay. What gun do you shoot? I shoot a cooler. Did she just say a Kohler song? She said I the think K-word. she just said a Kohler, didn't no, she? Jay, I, now I know why Jason likes you so <laughs> much. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, Sean, what do you shoot? I shoot a Beretta. I shoot a DT-11. Uh, so. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so do you shoot the Max Light Sporting? Um, I do shoot the Max Light Sporting. Yeah. Uh, okay, what chokes are you using? Are you using screw-in? I mean, I'm sorry. I know you're using factories. Yeah, let me spit this out. I've, I've done this once or twice before. You just have to forgive me. I'm hearing a lot of it for the first time. I think you just got excited because you said you shot a Kohler. Yes. Yes. Okay. So are you using factory chokes or using aftermarket? Actually, Briley. Um, I had my chokes made from through Briley. Okay. Do you have a yep. go-to restriction or do you change chokes? Uh, so some people, yeah. I actually don't change much. I'm one of those that don't really change much. I uh, I try to pretty much. I think I have. God, it's been so long that I even looked at it now. Um, I think I have mod and light mod in my barrels. Okay, it's, I, it's been that long that I've changed them that I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> what mm-hmm. um, what shells do you shoot? I shoot Fioki. Uh, do you have a particular load that you like? Like rhino. A, I know. I actually shoot the rhino loads. The, yep. the little rhinos? The little rhinos, yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. one ounce, 1250. Seven and a halfs or eights? Seven and a halfs. And vest or shell bag? Ooh, both. Both? I toggle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to get her in a bear pelt vest. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to get her in a bear pelt. Now, this, is, now this next question is a tough one, okay? Uh-oh. Glasses. <laughs> do i really have to answer that oh, no <laughs> well just we, we, we know well, we know you're shooting re ranger we just just tell yeah. us which ones sure so um i shoot primarily the edge and i think i do that because so i actually used to have prescription and i ended up getting lasik so i was so used to shooting with the edge that it was just kind of more of a comfort thing for me gotcha um but I do toggle between the Falcon and the edge. It kind of just depends on my mood <laughs> to be, to be honest, I probably change my, my glasses more than I change, change my shows. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. So, so I have that. And then, well, because I'm with Ranger, I pretty much have every color <laughs> in the collection, but I can say that my favorites um, are the modified Brown, the HD medium. And when I get into the woods, I really like the purples and then really low light conditions. Max light is my go-to. Gotcha. Yeah. The, the HD medium, I'll, yeah. I usually wear those if it's like cloudy out, but for the most part, I'm in the modified Browns. Um, yep. Pretty much all the time, but I'm going to get some of those purples. We're going to try those. Yeah. Um, we got to get you in something a little lighter for the, for the cloudy days. HD yes. medium is good, but there's better. I promise. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely going to check those out. 
Yeah. Um, so, and last question was ear protection. Um, I actually just had the um, molded uh, earplugs by um, one of our vendors from Trainer Hail Supply. Um, actually did it and they do they I had them do it in Ranger colors so they're black and orange you can't miss them <laughs> nice. Dude, you'd have them put Ari Ranger on there if they could have fit it wouldn't you I, yeah I should talk to them about doing that <laughs> I uh I like to I like to support the brand so everything I can can get black and orange I usually do <laughs> well Sarah if anybody has questions that they can't get answered through social media or whatever, is there some way they can get a hold of you directly or do you have a support line you'd recommend them to? Yeah. I mean, we definitely have our main line and customer service are pretty knowledgeable. I will say that I always take our staff out to go shooting because I want to make sure that they've tried it and tried the different products. So there hasn't been anybody in our customer service team that hasn't shot, or I should say they may have gone, but maybe, we're a little afraid the first time, um, but everybody has been to a shooting club and, and, and tried it. So any one of them are knowledgeable about basic, basic questions. So uh, we have emails at customer service at ariranger.com. We have a toll-free number 800-541-1405. And then for me, um, definitely like if you have, it's, I deal with more of the sales and things like that, but if, I also deal with complex questions from customers. So if you feel like you have a really complex customer question, you can let customer service know and they'll, they'll find me. Okay, cool. Well, they should yeah. be able to find your website very easily. I make sure and put it in all the descriptions to our podcast. Great. So, and we always try and tag you guys on social media too. Cause absolutely. Uh, we, we, I saw that you do great. We, we, well, <laughs> we definitely believe in the product and, uh, we're so happy to have you on board and, and we look forward to great things to come. So yes, when me you, too. Uh, so when you, when you get the green light from the boss, you're allowed to come on the show and announce you, I'm still <laughs> on the edge of my seat. So please call. Good. We want to hear that it. was the goal. Trust me. I'm on the edge of my seat. Cause I want to scream it to the, to the top of my lungs, but uh, <laughs> I, had to, I had to contain myself, but I'm, I am beyond excited for what's to come. So awesome. Stay tuned. Yes, for sure. Well, Sarah, we're going to run. We appreciate your time. Um, we can't we can't thank you enough for coming on the show and uh, look forward to hearing from you again soon. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. It was just fun. All right. Thanks, Sarah. We'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Have a good day. Bye evening. now. Uh, bye-bye. You too. Bye. American-made Atlas traps are made right here in Kansas and feature the finest quality, innovation, and support in the business. Atlas traps are made using aircraft quality aluminum and stainless steel to ensure your traps will outlast the competition. So whether you're an individual needing a private trap for practice and recreation, or a club needing to outfit your entire facility, family-owned and operated Atlas traps can suit all your needs. Visit atlastraps.com to see the full line of commercial and recreational traps and accessories. With prices that won't make you see red and quality that won't leave you feeling blue, Atlas has the finest equipment available. All right. On the phone with us is everyone's favorite, Miss Don Grant. How are you, Don? Oh, thank you. That's a good introduction. <laughs> He's getting better at these yeah, introductions. You know, you have to forgive me. A lot of it I'm hearing for the first time myself. So um, this segment 
of questions for the coaches is brought to you by Bear Pelt. At Bear Pelt, it's not just your vest, it's your new uniform. Don, we've had people skipping around us going straight to you, which is good for questions on mental training. You said you have some really good ones for us. What Do uh, you think you could pick one and, and tell us what they're asking and what your answer would be to that? Totally, yeah. Um, one of the questions here is, uh, can you touch on left and right brain thinking, and does it play a role in the mental training process or in someone's shooting ability. So there's a lot of people have heard of whether you're left brain or right brain. Um, left brain typically means that you are very analytical, maybe type A personality. You know, you like to analyze things and figure things out and, and such. And then the right brain type personality it's said that they are very artistic and crafty and, you know, they're the, the ones that are artists and they're in theater and, um, you know, they can be good at architecture and, you know, different things like that, where the more left brain is more mathematician, accountant, um, statistician, you know, different things like that. Um, the person asking this question you know, like most people think that that's kind of a, a thing that somebody can be right or left brain, but it's actually not. There's um, no proof or evidence even with doing um, analysis of brains after people have passed. There's there's actually no proof that somebody can be either right brain or left brain in the way that I just explained. Um, so it's kind of a thing. We just call it right or left brain, but really I think what the person's asking is if you are tend to be super analytical versus more artsy and open-minded and all that, you know, is, is that a problem in the mental training? And then they also want to know if that's a problem related to their shooting um, and their ability to perform well. So first of all, the number one, I guess if I was to say, what's the, most popular category of personality traits for people that seek me out. They tend to be very analytical. They tend to um, want to measure things, want to figure things out, want to analyze. They're, they're used to making things happen in their life and in their career. They're used to getting results from making things happen. And that just does not translate well over to shooting competitions um, there's got to be some form of letting go, which is something that most shooters have seen, you know, and unfortunately it happens at the wrong time, you know, after getting so frustrated that you just want to quit or you just want to give up and you let go and then all of a sudden you perform better. So that's a thing. You know, if you try too hard, you try to analyze, you try to figure it out, you try to measure um, that all those things can cause problems. So. That is the most common type of person that seeks out my training. Um, and, and I've even been asked over the years, probably more often than you'd like to think, but I've had people say to me, why is it that some of the top shooters are the ones that do really well, aren't very smart? You know, and they actually <laughs> observe this uh, phenomenon. Which, okay. <laughs> of course, I'm not going to name any names, and I don't even know who they're talking about. But <laughs> there's oh boy. apparently 
some folks out there, maybe that aren't so called book smart, maybe. And um, there's an observation being made by people is, you know, why, why is it that they can do so well? I mean, they can't even hold a conversation or, you know, they don't seem very smart. And that's the thing is that ability to have, um, let's see, a quieter mind, uh, a more open mind, a less worrisome mind, a less analytical mind, uh, definitely is a positive trait to have if you're looking to do really well. And that's a big part of what I've trained people to do is, you know, how to be fully present and turn off all the little demons in your head, the worry, the doubt, the fears, the overthinking, the second guessing, the regretting, the the frustration, the trying to force shots, the trying to duplicate shots, you know, all of those things, which would happen more often with someone who is, let's say, quote, smarter than somebody who is not as smart, we could say. <laughs> I hate yeah. to say it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not touching but this yeah, one. But, yeah, no, uh, I, no. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> but as far as, like, right brain, left brain, um, the the, analy- the analyzing is definitely a problem with the shooting. I wouldn't say that it's a problem with my training because, you know, those folks learn and, and they analyze very well. And somebody who's a little bit more um, right brained or artsy and such, you know, it's just they just learn differently and they remember things differently and they tend to be more what's called kinesthetic, which is kind of hands on. They want to write and they want to draw and and they're they're going to take notes more than than somebody else who's more you know going to watch and hang on every word and analyze what I'm saying. Gotcha. So, right. mm-hmm. well, I've I'm going to use my power of authority here to ask a question for myself. You have no power of any authority. Look, it's me and you in this room, so at the very least, it's fifty fifty. I so. can outrun you tenfold. That's fine. That's fine. You'll get tired eventually. <laughs> All right, so Don, I'm I'm guilty of the worst degree because I've I've got some of your courses to listen to, but I've just been so busy, I haven't been able to start, and I'm afraid to start because I, I want to make sure I'm doing it right, and then I'm going to get the most mm. out of it that I possibly can. So, where do I start, and is there a, is there a you know a, a list that I need to go by to listen to things in order, and then second secondly, when I actually do go to listen to these things, I've I mean, I've got some time like at work and doing things around the house where I could be listening to it, but I'm afraid I'm going to be distracted or not, maybe not get enough out of it. I mean, really, should I be in a mm-hmm. quiet room with nothing else going on, that kind of thing, just kind of laid back and, and absorbing? Is that the best way to go about it? <laughs> um, yes and no. So first of all, thanks for asking. It's a good question. I, um, I'm super excited because as of May 1st, the beginning of the, or actually last week in April, I have a brand new platform for my online courses and some of my other products, and it makes it so much more user-friendly. So the online courses, used it used to be, you know, because I've had the clay shooting online course for since well, like eight years. So I've revamped it, modernized it, and moved it over to this new platform. And that platform, it's, it's so much more user-friendly, like, First of all, when you sign up, you get what's called a fast start, and there's a ton, not tons, but there's a dozen 
things to read, to watch, to get going, to get started, because people are ready, and that's their way to jump in the fastest. And then Lesson 101.1 is part of that. And the 20-Minute Hypnosis for Transformation is part of the training, and you get that immediately as well. And then the way that it's set up, because I'm a very solid, firm believer in this being a training process and not just some kind of cram course, it's called a drip feed. So you get that first lesson, and it's not until seven days later that you get access to the next lesson. Because not only do I want you to watch the first one, but there's homework that's applicable to your life and to your shooting that I want you to do for at least a week. And, you know, a big question that most people ask is, you know, does that mean I have to sit down every night and write homework? And no, it's not that. You know, these are mental skills and your brain's with you all day long. And so I teach you how to apply that particular lesson to your day-to-day life. Okay. And that's your practice field, just like you practice mechanics at a shotgun club. So you've got a week to practice and do the homework from that particular lesson. And then the next one automatically releases. And then you do that one and then you move on. Okay. Would you recommend listening to the lessons more than once or just once? And again, everybody's different, but you have access to, it's a video lesson. It's me teaching with a PowerPoint presentation Mm -hmm. and you can watch that as many times as you want. And a lot of people do watch it more than once, although they don't have to. It's just kind of how much, how, how much they want to. Um, The lessons are about an hour and 45 minutes to two hours each. You can watch it all in one sitting or you can break it up over, you know, a few days. Uh, You get to print out the PowerPoint presentation and you get to print out the homework sheet. And in that, you know, it's really up to you if you're a note taker or not. But I tell people to take that homework sheet and put it next to their nightstand or in their bathroom or in the kitchen or the office so they can remember to practice those particular skills throughout the day. Because, again, that's their practice field. So, you know, you don't... (laughs) You know, the only time to carve out in a week would be that time to watch that video, whether you do it in one sitting or a few sittings. And then if you happen to want to watch it again, you can do that as many times as you want. And then there's the 20 minute audio that you can listen to when you go to sleep at night. So I, I made it short on purpose. Well, and, um, you know, yeah. I mean, that's, as you can tell, I'm a little bit analytical. So that's why I'm asking these questions. I want to make sure I'm doing it right the uh-huh. first time. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The other cool thing about this new platform is that anybody that buys into the online course has access to a network and it's kind of like a social media network, except it's private for only us. And there's a news feed and I post things there and you can ask me questions there and I'll respond to you there. So it's much more interactive where I can be involved with my clients. But then every month I have the dialogue with Dawn live and that's a way to ask questions and participate in um, like a conference video webinar. And then there's archives of those as well. And that's all that's included with the online course. So it's, I'm building a community of like-minded people where we can all support each other and they can interact with me and have their questions answered there. Very cool. Gotcha. Well, and, oh, and it comes with an app. So that to answer your question about convenience it has, it's an app that you have on your phone. So you can watch and listen and participate from anywhere. Okay. Not yeah. I've, I've downloaded that app and it's, it makes it very handy. Yeah. Jason's ahead of me on this. So he's been again, he's been gaining ground again. <laughs> again. The tortoise in the hair. I'm always ahead of you, Sean. 
I don't know about that. Well, maybe not this past week. Because they last Sunday. I'm pretty sure I did better than you did. So. Okay, all right. This is a part of the podcast. We edit. All right. So, anyway. Oh, okay. Well, Don, thank you again very much for coming on the show. We we love having you. Um, the listeners absolutely love asking you questions, um, and we're going to keep answering them as long as you're willing to come on, and they're still asking. So um, thank yep. you again very much. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely looking forward you're to it, Don, and I will, I will definitely be in touch as soon as I start getting a little further <clears throat> along with this stuff, and I'm sure I'll have some questions. We're going to ask you about that in the next call. Ah, oh, <laughs> yeah. yes. That'll be a test. Oh, no, I get test anxiety. Accountability. Yes. I love it. Somebody hold this big guy accountable. All right. I want to hear about it. I, yep. the, the client I just hung up with is on 101.3, and he was like, I'm already calmer. I'm already have a quiet mind when I'm shooting. I'm already seeing improvements. Awesome. So, well, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Any yeah. Anything this guy can get for help, you know? I'm just telling you. Hey, right man. Now. I'll take every bit I can get. I was talking about me, but okay. Yeah, you too. It's always got to be about you. Don, can I hang up on him? Some, sometimes we're like an old married couple. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Don, thank you. Yeah, seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Don. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll be talking soon. Okay. All right, have a great evening, Don. Thank, thank you. Thanks, thank you. you too. Oh. All right. Both of you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That gal right there. By far the most questions of anybody, and and don't get me wrong, I'm not discrediting the pro shooters we have. I mean, but that gal right there has got the most questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think it's because, as we've talked many times before, there comes a certain point where it's not so much about can I break this target, it's can I consistently break targets. Yeah. So exactly. it's, it's, you know, it, it, where me and you are at, you know, uh, four years into this thing now, there's not too much out there that, that we haven't seen. Uh, I mean, it, it comes up from time to time, but it, it's a rarity anymore. Right. So it's not that I can't break that 50 yard crosser. It's not that I can break that 70 yard Shondell or whatever. It's the fact, can I keep my mind quiet and focused enough to do it? three pairs or four pairs in a row as is required on a sporting place course. And that's, that's the big thing. It's, it's, I, nothing frustrates you more than to go out there on a six bird station and you whack the first five and then you Dutch the the sixth bird. You're like, what the heck? You you know, know, I think the problem comes and, and I'm just spitballing here. Okay. This is just me personally. I think the problem comes. We all start off around in great spirits. That's why we're there is to have fun. Absolutely. It's when the wheels start coming off, it, Quits becoming fun, and you really struggle to get back into that. And I'm making air quotes. People can't see me. They can hear me making air quotes. Zone. Right. Okay? So what Don does is help keep you there. I saw it from you Sunday, Sean. You were in some kind. I mean, you couldn't have heard a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. (laughs) And I'm telling you right now, I was opposite because by station three, I was a complete train wreck. Right. And it was like, what is going on? And I couldn't figure it out. Obviously, I lost some weight. Hadn't had the gun in my shoulder for a week. Shame on me. That's my own fault. And, you know, didn't fit, and I struggled. Well, so, and we've all been there. That's the thing. I mean, I've had high days and low days. You have, too. So, yeah. I mean, but so it, it's how do you become consistent each and every time you go out? That's right. And 
She helps you with that. Absolutely. And that's why I'm wanting to listen to all this stuff. Yes. Well, thank you to Bear Pelt for sponsoring this segment. Speaking of which, by the way, I was on the phone with Heather Roden. And for those of you trap shooters or those of you that reload your own shells, Bear Pelt is coming out with an optional rear set of pockets. Really? For your empty hulls. Yeah. So uh, that's a new option that's coming out. And, I mean, man, you, good on them. Always staying innovative, always staying on top of it, and I, I, I love that. Best. Well, and I can't say enough about it. I mean, I am absolutely thrilled. Now, I, I've I've seen some comments floating around there that people say, "Well, the vests look tight; they look uncomfortable." They are not, and I'm a big guy. Okay, I am I am a Shrek sized mammal, and uh, Sunday I used instead of using the game day vest because it was a little warmer. I used the practice vest, which is perforated, and it was very comfortable. I mean, it was very, yeah. very comfortable. Um, I could shoot in it all day. Love, I just love how it fits, love how it works, love how I move in it, and I think most people would too. I mean, yeah. seriously, it, it's a great product. If, if you get a chance to try one of them out, I recommend all of our listeners hey, at least give them a go. Listen, Braxton Oliver made the comment. Now, Braxton's he's a fellow large fellow uh, like me he's a fellow yeah. large big guy you yeah. know he's like me hey listen he's just like me in the sense that he loves food okay well, that's all there is all. to it don't but, we all but hey braxton said he loves that vest mm-hmm. it moves with him not against him yep it's doesn't it's not tight feeling right i mean he loves if if braxton enjoys it and that's a guy that let's fin let's face it he's at the pinnacle of the sport yep okay it should be good enough for anybody. Right. You know, um, love what they're doing. Love how they're staying innovative. They're staying on top of things. They're getting feedback from everybody. And speaking of feedback, I was pleasantly surprised um, talking with Heather. She said they're getting orders from Germany, Russia, Canada. I mean. I know you told me. It's amazing. I mean. And they said that they heard about their vest because of the Dead Pair podcast. <laughs> It just that blows just my blows mind. me away, dude. It's Did like you a, ever think? I there's mean, people in Russia listening to us? Yeah. That's nuts. Well, That's nuts. It's, it's, I don't know, it, it's very humbling Yeah, um, to think that we're reaching that many people. <clears> well, and it, it means that uh, I think, you know, our whole goal of starting this podcast and helping other shooters, that means we're doing that. And that, that means more to me than anything. Yep, absolutely. Well, hey, listen, we have another pro coming on next week. Yeah. Very excited about this. Not going to tell you who it is. You're just going to have to tune in next week to the Dead Pair Podcast.